Welcome to the RV Podcast. This is episode 475. And this week on the RV Podcast, we're going to talk about remodeling, freshening up your RV interior, upgrading the look while you're waiting for the spring travel season. Also, the Tesla Cybertruck is out there and it can tow a small travel trailer. Plus, there's a tent camper option available. If you have a RV water filter, there may be a very important instruction that you didn't notice that can make you sick. All this, plus the RV news of the week and your questions coming up on episode 475 of the RV podcast. everybody. I'm Mike Wendland, and this is my lifelong traveling companion and my bride, Jennifer, and welcome to the podcast. Lots to talk about today. Uh, we are in the Christmas spirit, the Christmas tree's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poinsettia plants up. Poinsettia plants up. Uh, this is the first Christmas in our new house, and it was last week that we promised everybody that we would give them a look at our uh, our new house, and we have done so. And uh this is uh, going to be pretty fun. If you haven't checked that out, it's up on our RV Lifestyle YouTube channel. And uh, we did a complete before and after tour of the house. Since we can't invite you all to come in person, we did the next best thing. Wouldn't it be fun to have a nice big Christmas party, invite all of them, everybody over? Yeah, or a picnic in the summer. Yeah. Well, RVers may not be traveling a whole lot because it is the Christmas season, but they sure are talking a whole bunch. And our RV Lifestyle Facebook group is filled with discussions. We're um, we're pushing on 270,000 followers wow. now on our uh, RV Lifestyle Facebook group. Wendy Boyer is our community manager there. She uh, oversees a team of volunteer moderators who help uh, keep everything going right. And she does a weekly report for us on what everybody's talking about in the social media buzz. Hi, everybody. Diane bought an RV water filter and she didn't notice that the box said to refrigerate when not in use. So she took a picture of her RV water filter and she posted it on the group and she said, is there anything I need to worry about? Apparently she had used it and then she had stored it in her 2017 Coachman Clipper for six to eight weeks and it had gotten hot in there. And this post spurred so much conversation. We're talking about 800 comments. Many said they had also missed this refrigeration warning on the box. And some pointed out that when you buy it, it's not refrigerated. So what's the deal? Well, it turns out when you buy a brand new water filter, you don't need to worry about it. But if you use it, then go home for a while and then go back to your RV, you do need to refrigerate it. And some members of the group pointed out it's kind of like a refrigerator. It slows down bacteria growth for your food and you want to do kind of the same thing for your water filter because when you use it, you don't know what's trapped in there. And that's why the box had this warning on it. So I learned something new and it was an interesting, again, conversation. Next, I'd like to tell you about Cheryl. So Cheryl posted a picture of a semi hauling a toy hauler. And she said this was happening outside her window at a campground uh, recently. And that really got people talking because many people like Cheryl are saying, hey, we're seeing more and more of this. What's the deal? And it turns out that semis are cheaper to buy than many pickup trucks. Who knew? And the mileage is about the same. 
John is a member of the group who has a semi and he said it really makes sense when you have a big rig like a toy hauler because not only is it cheaper to buy, it's also cheaper to insure because you can apparently register it as a uh, RV, not a commercial vehicle. And he said the braking system is better, so it's safer as well. So very interesting thread there. And uh, again, I learned a little something. And then finally, I'd like to leave you with a post from Carly who wrote, would love to see everyone's before and after photos after remodeling the insides of their RV. So many inspiring pictures here in this thread. I really liked one from Dee Dee. She took a picture of her before, which was a kitchen with that usual RV brown kind of cabinet and look. And she replaced it with a crisp white cabinet. And then her cream kind of counter in there, she replaced with this cool, clean black counter. And it just was stunning. Kyle also transformed his kitchen from that RV brown to a white black combo. And he said, make sure if you do this to sand, caulk and prime before painting. And Amanda, I loved what she did to her RV bathroom. It had kind of a cream ground, brown color combo. And she transformed this with a white, uh, kind of looked like maybe a tile, subway tile behind the sink a mirror she put up there. And then she had this bold turquoise color that just really popped and worked. It didn't even look like an RV. It looked like some uh, styly apartment somewhere. So lots of inspiration in this uh, thread. So when you get done listening to this, uh, if you're uh, not watching it on the YouTube channel, you need to go check out those before and afters. And that's it for me. I'm Wendy Boyer, and I'll see you over at the RV Lifestyle Facebook group. So I had no idea that you had to put your water filter in the refrigerator after you've used it, but it makes so much sense. Oh, it really does. Yeah. Um, fortunately, we haven't gotten sick, but uh, anyway, see the things that you can learn from social media. It isn't all bad. When we come back, you're going to meet a good friend of ours, Courtney Armstrong, who's going to talk to us about remodeling your RV. When we're asked what's the most important modification we made to our RV, it's an easy answer. Battleborn batteries. Battleborn batteries are quality, safe, reliable lithium batteries that allow us to stay out there off the grid longer. Lithium batteries charge faster, they charge fuller, they're longer lasting, they're maintenance free. And Battleborn batteries are protected by a 10 year guarantee. Now, in our case, they just dropped into the existing AGM batteries that we have, and they'll probably be the same on your rig too. Battleborn battery experts can get those in your rig just like they did with ours. They can also match you up with the right cabling, the inverter, the charger, the solar controller, everything. Jennifer and I swear by our Battleborn batteries. They allow us to boondock off the grid. Check them out. Go to rvlifestyle.com slash lithium rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. All right, welcome back. It's time now for the interview of the week segment. And you know, we hear a lot from RVers who want to spruce up the look of their RV. You know, maybe they're tired of the way it looks. They've had it a long time, or maybe it's brand new and they thought the decor could be a little better. Well, it is possible to do, and it's possible to do it on, you know, a shoestring budget. We did it. We did. And Courtney is a great resource. She can guide you on how to do it Court economically. 
Courtney uh, has a website and a business called The Flipping Nomad, and she specializes in uh, restoring, remodeling, and upgrading the look of an RV. She has a wealth of ideas, and we uh, invited her on the podcast this week to give us some ideas that we can all take with us as we want to um, change up, freshen up the look of our RV. Well, Courtney joins us right now. It's always good to see you. You have been a busy woman this uh, these past uh, several months. I have been. It never ends around here. So how long uh, did it take you to build this uh, ultimate fusion? If I remember right, you were you started on it months ago, right? Months ago. Yeah, we took delivery of it in May um, and we just wrapped it up a couple weeks ago, late October. So right at five months, basically. We're going to uh, show everybody a link. We'll put it in the description below and they can go and do the whole tour of your ultimate fusion with you. But uh, today I want to talk about the average RVer who wants to do a refresh or a makeover, an RV interior makeover. Is this possible for the average person to do uh, at an affordable rate? And does it affect uh, the value of the RV? Give us some ideas of what's possible. Yeah. Well, I've got a lot of experience doing this. You know, I started the business about six or seven years ago. And so I've coached hundreds of people through how to kind of DIY a refresh of their own rig. So, you know, we're kind of most commonly known for these big over the top overhauls, but you don't have to do a big over the top, extremely expensive, very labor intensive overhaul to get your rig feeling like your own. And what I always tell students is there is any, there is a refresh for any type of budget that's out there. So even if you've got, you know, basically next to nothing, there's a few things that you can do uh, to refresh your rig. Or if you've got more, more of a budget and maybe even a budget to hire, you know, some, some resources and some help there, there's ways to do that too. But um, some things that are really easy to implement for low budget or even no budget would be things like, um, I think everybody has seen the window balances that are in RVs. You know, they're kind of like the big boxes that that trim out windows like this. Um, and a lot of people think that those have to be there for the structural integrity of the roller shade that is mounted to them. But that's actually not the case. The only reason the manufacturers mount the roller shade to that balance is because it's an efficiency thing for when the rig is on the assembly line. It, the, that roller shade does not need the balance to operate. So you can take that balance box down and then just reattach that roller shade to your wall. And then now you get rid of those big clunky boxes around your window. So that's something that you can do that's super easy and is free. Now that's, uh, you know, so 20 years ago, those big valances on there and, it, and I'm amazed at how many RVs still have them on and, and how nice I'm looking behind you. Are you in the fusion now? I am I in the fusion. Are. Yes. I, so, see, I see part of your window treatment with none of those big, ugly valances. It looks right. really nice. Yeah, yeah. So it just has regular roller shades. And then, um, we just added curtains just to kind of soften the space up. Now, what are some of the other things that that people can do that, uh, that you know, because so many of these RVs are so dated in their decor. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, another another, uh, easy swap that people can do is swapping out the hardware. So that would be like the the cabinet knobs and and the and the poles that are on all your cabinetry. Um, All all of our experience has been that the size of the cabinetry that the RV manufacturers use are residential sizes. So it's not some kind of special hardware that they use. So you should you know, most everybody, 99% of the time, you're going to be able to find hardware either like online on Amazon, you know, to to swap out your hardware or go to the local hardware store, like, you know, a Lowe's or a Home Depot. Um, That's something that's really easy to do. It doesn't take, I mean, you can use a drill if you have a drill, but even if somebody does not have a drill, you can use something like a butter knife even, you know, to like use that screw or to to undo the screw on the back of the cabinet. So it's a really uh, simple, easy thing to do. What about uh, the fabrics, the upholstery, the textiles that are used? Is that easily changed too? Yeah, it, it can be. Um, it. The way that I approach design and a way that, you know, these listeners here can think about design is it comes down to three things. It's about color, texture, and pattern. And so if somebody's walking into their space and they're kind of feeling overwhelmed, trying to figure out why the space doesn't feel right or what they don't like about it, if they can kind of analyze the space in those three categories, color, texture, and pattern, that kind of helps them break it down of what they're not really liking. Um, so I'll give it to manufacturers that they're trying to kind of, you know, refresh and, and get some more modern interiors, but they've kind of taken a pretty bland approach. So even though they're kind of toning down the really funky patterns, it's still just kind of, you know, beige on beige on beige, or it might be light gray on light gray on light gray, you know, they're, they're trying, but they still have to play it safe. So when you break it down in that way, if you've got an interior that's just kind of a pretty bland color palette, it's really easy to add some interest and some interior design pizzazz to the space if you add in some color. And you can do that by doing things like um, throw pillows, you know, or like a, a throw blanket you can see sitting on my couch here for, you know, people that are watching on video. Um, and this blanket down here is a good example too, because it's a uh, like a faux fur. So that's adding some texture to the space too. So color, texture, uh, and pattern. So rugs, that's another great way to add those elements in super simple to do. Um, and then blankets and and pillows. And those are items that can be sourced anywhere, you know, Ikea, Target, thrift stores, wherever you would buy something for your house. Now, uh, regular uh, listeners of the podcast and viewers will know that uh, we worked with you last year Mm-hmm. And you did an update uh, on some on a on our fifth wheel, and you did some really cool things. But one of the things that I was amazed that that uh, a little Courtney secret was the throw pillows and your karate chop. Uh, yeah, uh, you have a little secret about throw pillows, how to make them look better. And I, I hope do. I'm not yeah, really a trade secret here, but let's let's. No, it's, it's not a secret. Everybody needs it. I'll grab a pillow so we can demonstrate. So here's one like this. So with throw pillows, there's kind of an art form to them where it's kind of a 50-50 shot of if you get a good insert at the store. So sometimes the inserts can just be like blocks of foam and there's like no movement to them really. The kind that I like are the kind that are like 
you know, squeezable like this. And if you get, so this uh, pillow cover did not have the type of insert that I liked, but that was okay because it had a zipper on it. So I just swapped out and used the insert that I like. And so um, Ikea has some good ones or you can get them online too. They're a down alternative. Um, and down, you know, down feathers. I don't love how those are sourced. It's a pretty yucky process, um, but there's down alternative out there that you can get that gives you this... Um, type of mobility and the secret that we were just talking about is you set it up on the pillow or on the couch rather oh, let me that was the zipper that's not going to do us justice and then you karate chop <laughs> the middle of it so then it kind of gives you that like designer you know look a little bit um and adds adds a little bit of extra interest to the couch i was amazed at just adding that fuller poofier insert and your karate shop, how how much that made everything look different in our unit mm -hmm. and different different colors. There's something else you did with ours that I thought was really nice is we needed uh, some workspace and you put in, you sourced a desk. I think it was from Ikea. Mm -hmm. And uh, even a couple of chairs, we replaced the chairs that we had, the standard old wooden chairs with spindles. In fact, those two chairs, by the way, I'm now using them in our broadcast studio. Oh, are you? Yeah, they're, they're so comfortable. I'm actually, but the idea of finding stuff and replacing the factory installed is very doable. I always worried about weight, but maybe you could share some talks about the weight of this stuff that you might be bringing in. Yeah. So if if somebody, so you know what we did in your fifth wheel, you had a little built-in dining bench with a table that wasn't really the correct configuration for how you and Jen were using it. So we took that dining bench out, took the table out, and then, like you said, we just got a desk at IKEA, um, and mounted it to the wall, and then got to two um, desk chairs from Ikea as well. And so if somebody does not have any carpentry experience and they're like, I don't know how to build a desk, you can just get, you know, source something where you would online. And then you do have to kind of figure out how to get it mounted for travel days, but there's ways around that. Um, so it's a lot easier to make those kind of like furniture adjustments than some people might think. I mean, as you're shopping, if people can maybe look at what the weight is, that will kind of give them a gauge for what recliners weigh or what, you know, big sofas weigh or whatever. But by and large, as long as it's not like crazy heavy, you're pretty much okay uh, to swap out furniture. Where weight can really sneak up on you uh, is actually flooring. Um, so manufacturers tend to use a sheet vinyl flooring. Um, it's thin, it's lightweight. When people, I've seen people renovate their own RVs and use plank flooring and plank flooring. It is a nicer flooring. I will say that, but it's much thicker and therefore it's much heavier. So you're adding hundreds and hundreds of pounds sometimes by going with plank flooring. So it kind of depends on what section of the RV we're talking about when, when we, which determines when we really have to get concerned about weight. Uh, that's awesome. You know, you've given us so many great tips. You actually have a course for all this. Why don't you tell mm -hmm. our audience how they can reach you and find out? And you can even walk them through with this this awesome course that uh, the Flipping Nomad has uh, set up. Talk, give yeah. us ideas on how to find that and what that's all about. Yeah. So we have a pretty sizable social media following, and that was generating a lot of questions of people wanting 
to know how to DIY their own um, renovations. And so we put together a course teaching people, you know, kind of the nuts and bolts and the, the A to Z of renovating. And so that's all on our website. It's the flipping nomad.com. Um, it'll walk you through everything from how to paint walls to how to do kitchen backsplashes and, you know, things of that nature. Um, and then we also discovered that, when people are renovating their RV, that means they have an RV. And so therefore they just have general questions of like, what, what's maintenance like? And, you know, how do I know if my tires are aged out and, you know, things of just basic RV questions. And so we have a different course for that called beginners bootcamp. That's also on our website. So the flipping well, we, we will, we'll put the links in the description below. Um, you, I know, will be at the Tampa RV show as as uh, we will, and we'll see you then. But uh, I'm assuming that you'll be available uh, probably through the Keystone folks, and they can uh, they can actually meet you in person, right? Yeah, I will be there in person. Um, but actually, so we just finished building the Ultimate Fusion toy hauler, which I'm sitting in right now with Keystone and also with Lippert. It was kind of a a threesome that, that uh, we all kind of came together to, to get this rig built. Uh, and the, the ultimate fusion is actually going into the Tampa show, but will be in Lippert's booth in the building. Um, so I'm going to be spending most of my time in that building, um, you know, with the fusion in Lippert's booth, but I'm going to try to pop over to Keystone's booth as much as I can. But yeah, if anybody is going to be at the Tampa show and wants to see the fusion in person, um, you'll have to make your way into the building and come see it. All right. Well, we look forward to seeing you there. And uh, as always, um, thanks for giving us a quick idea on what we can do. And uh, we'll see the flipping nomad on the road. Happy trails. <laughs> it's always fun to have Courtney with us. Yeah, she is. She's got so many great ideas. All right. When we come back, we have the RV news of the week. And I'm excited to report to you about the new Cybertruck coming up. But uh, first, this. Are you ready to embark on an unforgettable adventure in your RV? Our RV Lifestyle Travel Guide eBooks are your ultimate companions for exploring North America's most breathtaking destinations. They'll help you hit the road with confidence and make the most out of your RVing experience. We're Mike and Jennifer Wendlin, and we are passionate explorers and the authors of an entire library of RV travel guide ebooks. We have meticulously put together detailed travel maps showing you the best routes, where to stay, what hidden gems to discover along the way. From the majestic Yellowstone National Park to the vibrant colors of Colorado, the awe-inspiring beauty of Utah, the enchanting deserts of Arizona, the tranquil Great Lakes region, the pristine wilderness of the Adirondacks. We've even done a captivating three-part guide to RV travel and camping in Florida. No matter where your wanderlust takes you, we've got you covered. Our curated list of must-see attractions ensures that you won't miss out on any unforgettable experiences. You want to witness the eruption of Old Faithful? We've got you covered. Craving an epic road trip through breathtaking landscapes? We've got the perfect route for you. Dreaming of beachside camping under the stars? We know the best spots. With our eBooks available for instant download at rvlifestyle.com books, you can have the knowledge you need right at your fingertips. 
head over to rvlifestyle.com books and start exploring the wonders of North America today. Unforgettable adventures are waiting. Now time for the news of the week, and you are going to like this first story. Another free day has been added with the National Park Service. There are six free days this year coming up in 2024, and the new one is Juneteenth. <laughs> Juneteenth is uh, a federal holiday. It became a federal holiday in 2021, and it commemorates when enslaved people in Texas learned that they were free in the aftermath of uh, the Civil War. Um, but these are free admission days, so it's uh, it's pretty good. Six of them in 2024. So if you have the ability to plan ahead, mark your calendars, and take advantage of this, because normally it's about $35 to go to a national park. And we'll give you the first one. The rest you can find in the show notes uh, at uh, rvlifestyle.com uh, slash podcast. Just uh, know that the first one is coming up fairly soon. January 15th, uh, Martin Luther King Day, free admission to our national parks. All right. Big story this week, at least uh, that caught my attention, was uh, the uh, formal introduction of Tesla's Cybertruck. They've actually got enough of them on display at uh, different showrooms around the country. And I was very interested, of course, in its implications for camping. And, and the first thing I noticed is that this unusual looking truck uh, is now being billed as Tesla's first entry in the camper market. Uh, they have accessories like cooktops, uh, electric water heaters in, that you can put in the back, and a tent attachment option uh, for just under 3000 bucks. It's collapsible, self-contained, has an awning and poles. And for those watching the video version of the podcast, we will put this uh, uh, a video of it up and you can see what it looks like. But I know the question that everybody's going to have is, can this thing tow a trailer? And the answer is Yes, as long as it's not too big of a one. The latest specs say that it can tow 11,000 pounds. And by the way, that is down uh, 3,000 pounds from the first announced towing uh, capability. They first said it would tow 14,000 pounds in their pre-production news releases uh, a few months ago. Uh, this is, uh, up still a pretty good payroll, 11,000 pounds. There's a lot of ultralight trailers on the market that, uh, it could tow. It has a, uh, 2,500 pound maximum payload. Now that always confuses people. The towing capacity is 11,000. That's the, the trailer, but you can then add to that 2,500 pounds, which would be the passengers. Your dogs, if you can't travel with dogs, uh, all your gear, all your supplies. And those specs are pretty comparable to uh, uh, the rest of the EV trucks that are out there. The Ford Lightning and the Silver uh, Silverado from Chevy, they, in fact, um, aren't quite that many. I think Ford is 10,000 pound capacity for towing. Now, Chevy says they're going to have a 20,000 pound capacity, towing capacity version of the Silverado that's coming out later on, but it's not on the market yet. Um, so there's a lot of ultra lights, probably not very many fifth wheels. You'd have to put a hitch in the back of the truck, uh, probably a gooseneck because it's not a big bed that it has. Um, and there are not very many, uh, that, that there's not a lot of, there's a couple small ones, but there's not a lot that are under that 11,000 pounds. So I don't think you could get a fifth wheel, but, um, 
all this is pretty cool. Price on this thing, 80,000 bucks, which is comparable to what the other EVs and really indeed the Ford uh, F-150, a brand new one of those, you know, is, is, is going to be close to that. Uh, if it's all loaded up, uh, range on a full charge, 340 miles. Uh, if you hook up to one of those Tesla superchargers, they say that 15 minutes will give you an extra 130 miles. So figure a little over a half hour to fully charge it. But, you know, we time ourselves and we stop at a rest food area and I fill up my F-250 diesel. You know, you end up going in using the restroom and maybe getting some refreshments or something. So you spend about a half hour sitting there. Yeah, I, yeah. I think this is really exciting. This is yeah. the future. Yeah, apparently it is. Uh, anyway, you can't buy it yet. It will be available for purchase uh, in 2024. Uh, and again, those figures could change, but it looks uh, pretty cool. And it looks like it certainly does have a camping application. The Cybertruck from Tesla. And now this next story is a sad story. An Arkansas man and woman uh, died last week after their RV caught fire at a Love's Travel Center in suburban Chicago. That's just not the kind of story you want. Mm. And the fire started about 3 a.m. And once the flames were put out, two bodies were discovered inside, that of a man and that of a woman from Arkansas. Love's Travel Centers have been uh, reaching out to RVers, providing places to overnight while on log trips, and they don't know the cause yet of the fire. It's still under investigation. But with cold weather and people camping still, it's always a good reminder before you take off, and if you're going to be using your propane, if that's what you have, really check it out. Make sure there are no leaks. We don't know what caused this fire, but um, always check your propane before leaving because that is often a, a, a cause of a fire in an RV. And one last really fun story, uh, and this is for everybody out on the West Coast, Pismo Beach, California is where you want to be for the next uh, uh, few weeks because that is where all of the monarch butterflies, 16,000 they estimate this year, wintering there in a nice little grove of eucalyptus trees off Highway 1 in Pismo Beach at the state park there. Uh, people from all over the country come to see these guys. They travel the, the butterflies travel thousands of miles from the north to get to their uh, winter uh, uh, resting places. And Pismo Beach in California is a great place to go spot them. And by the way, butterfly season runs until February. Sounds a little dangerous, so many all being in one spot. <laughs> They're little tiny things and they, they flutter. I've seen them in, uh, in uh, Arizona. Uh, and they also are all over in Mexico okay. as well. Okay, makes time. me feel better about it because I'm wondering, you know, what is their enemy? What likes to eat them? Well, I don't know. But I don't know a either. Bunch of them, so we'll we'll have to see. Uh, if you ever get a chance, go go take a look. And if anybody, any of our listeners are out there, send us some pictures of what you see. We'll share them on uh, on our channel. All right. When we come back, we have an RV app of the week for those of you who travel with pets. You're going to want to hear about that, and of course, your RV questions. So stay with us. Have you had it with overbooked, overcrowded campgrounds? Then check out Harvest Hosts, where RVers can overnight for free at wineries, farms, microbreweries, golf courses, and attractions. Harvest Host is a membership service for those with self-contained RVs looking for unique, beautiful, and peaceful overnight camping experiences across North America. When you become a member of Harvest Host, you can camp for free at all these places. 
Jennifer and I are Harvest Host members, and we've made so many great memories at Harvest Host locations. There's no charge for camping, and your Harvest Host membership fee is easily made up with just a couple of stays. Plus, you have awesome places to stay. If you use our special affiliate link of rvlifestyle.com slash HH, you'll automatically get 15% off the cost of your membership. That's 15% off, but you must use the special link, rvlifestyle.com slash HH. Welcome back. And now the RV app of the week, and you're going to want to write this down. If you have pets, go pet friendly. Yep. All one word, gopetfriendly.com. It is a pet friendly travel planning platform. If you travel with pets, you know, one of the problems you have is where can you take your animal? Where can't you? And this is a great uh, website uh, and an app that allows you to find places that welcome you and your pet, like restaurants, um, off-leash dog parks, uh, beaches where you can let your pet go, um, national park information and where you can and can't take a trip, your pet. Uh, You can plan a road trip, you know, and routes, and then you can even send in your reviews uh, for um, help to uh, others who travel with pets. Uh, it's free to join, you know, the uh, the website. They want you to join, though. And uh, you can check it out. GoPetFriendly.com. And I think that's a great idea. Yep. Check it out. And, uh, you know, if you travel like we do with uh, with our dog, Bo, uh, you know, find a little places where you can enjoy the trip with your pet. Sure makes it a lot nicer. Because you feel very guilty and you have to leave them. And then you get kind of resentful if you can't go anywhere because of the dog or the pet. So... Go Pet Friendly is just a great resource. All right. The RV questions of the week. All right. I've got a question. Watched your video of a new home. And of course, in the end, it turned out beautiful. You are always honest. So I thought I would ask any regrets, cost and time of just knocking the old house down and building a new. I always wonder if people spend as much modifying an old house which often takes way more time versus tearing down and building new. Just curious if uh, you had it to do over. I know you said that you thought uh, you could just do some makeovers and move in, but somewhere that strategy changed. And this is from Greg. All right. Uh, Well, uh, we don't really know if it would have been cheaper to have started fresh, but knowing how hard it is to find contractors subcontractors, stilled uh, tradespeople, finding an architect, getting stuff in, we doubt whether it would have saved any time at all. Uh, So in that angle, I don't think it would have helped. Now, uh, if we had it to do over again, I think we would probably still do everything we did. We came in not knowing much about this process at all. And Every step that we took, we seemed to find something else that we needed to have done, right? Right. And we were always changing our stuff. That's true. And can't emphasize enough that your contractor should be beyond experienced. Yes. You really want an experienced contractor, somebody who can guide you through and give you and talk you off the ledge, you know, when things don't go the way you like. Uh, and and having a good decorator uh, to help choose colors and, you know, because our house is, what is our style? It's mid-century, mid-century modern. modern. So we probably would have just, you know, um, it would have been a little more eclectic than it, than it turned out being. And it would have been traditional. 
Yes. Decorated traditional. And uh, you were really, it was, you were really good because you gave Sherry full ring. You just said, go to, go for it. All except for too expensive, too expensive, too yeah, expensive. Yeah, we did say that. <laughs> she got sick of me. Uh, could it have, would it have cost more to have built a new house, tear down? I, I think it would have. I, I think I think the cost of leveling this one and then the way it, inflation is the price of wood and everything. And, and yeah, and buying everything new. I mean, we did have to do new plumbing and new electricity, new walls. We were down to the studs, but, you know, little things like windows. It took months for windows to work. Oh. Months. I think we have the uh, pa our patio doors are the world's most expensive. <laughs> and it wasn't that we choose that intentionally. It's just I couldn't that, believe how costly they were and how long it took to get those yes. things in. And well, actually, they came in. We couldn't get anybody to install. We couldn't them. get them installed. Yeah, uh, everything was wait, wait. I would get people to come and give us a price to do some work, and then you never saw them again. Yeah, it really, uh, uh, painters in particular, we had. Mm -hmm. Two or three painters who came, did an estimate. Our deck. It's still and, not painted. Yeah. We still have to, we never get our, and, and, you know, so, and I think that's true of everything in America these days. Um, it's, you know. COVID was not our friend. Yeah. Well, I. I, I, don't, I don't know what happened, but it kind of went yeah, downhill. It's, it's, it's a challenge. However, uh, it was helpful for me to put the video together because, uh, um, I realized we did make progress. It just didn't seem like it at the time. Uh, and again, if you don't know what we're talking about, we put the video up. It's uh, uh, up this week. Uh, you can see it. it's our featured video on uh, our RV Lifestyle channel on YouTube. Well, you held up pretty good with uh, that cough. And you could hear your voice a couple, three times about ready to cough. But uh, that cough just won't go away. It won't. And I'm worried that maybe I've picked up something else. Yeah, well, it could be, you know, it's all, that's, that's whatever's going around. It's that kids. time of year. Yeah, yeah. I still think, my dears, nice warm uh, climate in the south with some salt water in the air. Maybe that, that would do you good. I know it would do me good. After Christmas, time to go south. Yes. All right. All right. Thank you guys for watching. If you have a comment or a question, we would love to hear from you. Our address is Mike and Jen at RVLifestyle.com. And again, the show notes with all the links, everything we talked about can be found on our RV Lifestyle Travel Blog. Just uh, head over there and click on the podcast. We'll see you next week. Happy trails. Bye.